This is Studio B Sessions, our series of conversations and in-studio performances with Missouri musicians. I'm Connor McGovern. Anthony Wilkerson is a singer-songwriter who has a deep passion for country and Western music. Honky-tonk heroes like Marty Robbins and Hank Williams have greatly influenced his sound, but Wilkerson strives to create something unique within the genres that shaped him. Wilkerson stopped by KBIA's Studio B to talk with us about his inspirations, songwriting process, and his EP, Hard Pressed, which was released April 2022. He also played a set for us in Studio B. Let's give it a listen. This is my new song, Clarify. So much to show Then I lost my drive But I was driving down the open road Then I turned to the angel on my shoulder But he didn't show Oh boy, left me holding my bag And now I feel alone But let me clear up I one time I swear I love my life, oh I was walking to the liquor store But I ain't got no money to go So I grabbed my 44 And I held up that store Then the devil starts to knocking And he says, yeah, boy I think I've lost my mind, oh but Let me clear up I one time I swear I've lost my mind, oh You know that feeling you get, like when you hear a song and you just like got emotional for the first time and you're mm-hmm. like, whoa, like I felt that. Yeah. You know, like for me, it was like those old bluegrass songs just like about like the happy, happy melodies with the like super sort of heartbreak driven lyrical content. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I've chased that feeling ever since the feeling that you feel um, from hearing a song that you love is really, I guess the way to explain it. Uh, I take a lot of influence for like, when I was younger, like, my grandpa would always listen to, like, Marty Robbins and stuff like that. That was my first introduction, uh, introduction to, like, country music. It's Marty Robbins and, uh, who else was it? I have it tattooed on my arm here. George Jones. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry, George. You talk about, like, that song that made you, like, emotional for the first time. Do you have, do you have a one in mind? Like, anyone in particular? You know, you I have recall? a funny one. I have a funny one. The one that, uh, I guess if we're going to put all the cards on the table... The first song that ever, like, really made me emotional was Believe by Brooks and Dunn. 
And I think that's just hilarious because I don't know if I've listened to that song since I was a kid, but I was like 12 years old and that song hit, man. I don't know what it was. It was like, they got down in like a field on the knees. It was like, oh, raise my, it was about some like Jesus stuff or something. Oh man, it really, it really got me. I just bawled like a baby. I was like, oh mama. Anyway, so that's just really, that's just a really funny story. And that's like the one I remember the best. I can't believe I just said that. That's so funny. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Everybody has, I feel like everybody, whether you're a musician or not, there's a song that always resonates with totally. you. Totally. And that is definitely not the song that resonates with me today. Just the, when I was, you know, when I was a kid. Yeah. In your bio online, you say you have a signature honky-tonk sound that can go from a slow waltz to an upbeat two-step. What drew you to the sounds of country and Western music, and how have you created your own sound within those genres? Um, I think it comes... I always tell people this. People are like, why did you um, become a country singer? Or why Why do you... And it's like, it's really as easy of an answer as uh, it's just what I make. You know, it's like I, I could try other things, and I have, but... It's what is the most true to me. Um, it's just like when I picked up the guitar and first started writing, that's really what really what came to. And like even now, I still play in like rock bands and things like that. But uh, any, any song that I write always comes out with that, like what my grandpa called a country sparkle. You know what I mean? Just like got that little quality to it. And, and it's also in the way I talk maybe a little bit too, being from... Uh, I was born in Little Rock, Arkansas. I lived there for a long time and moved to Columbia. So, so you're originally from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and then you now reside here in Missouri. How has the region in which you've uh, grown up in and lived in affected the music you write? Hmm. Well, you know, you'll you'll hear a lot of my songs sometimes have the lyrical content of uh, the working man, you know, and just uh, being taught and raised on that principle of if you're not busting your hump five days a week nine to five like you're messing up you know and to be honestly one of the first people in my family to sort of break that cycle even though like for the longest time I was a construction worker and I did I did do that work and I really you know felt it but uh, being the first one to sort of try to break the mold there of that but still having that story to tell as a country singer not being like hey you don't have to you don't have to you know like you can you can be you can love country music and be whatever you want to be and that's then that's the message i try to convey is uh i definitely don't like the closed offness that country music sometimes have i'm trying to really open that up so personally can you elaborate more i know it's been talked about a lot in mainstream media as well but can you talk a little bit more about like trying through your music trying to open up us us uh, a very much gatekeeped uh genre and its history at least yeah um especially um well if you look at just personally if you maybe look at my lyrical content it's uh if you were to delve into it i'd like to think of it as um more artistic maybe a little more um uh, poetry driven but uh with that country twang to it but uh uh, a lot of my lyrical content, it's just its just more, uh, that's an interpretation I like to leave up to people. So without delving too far into it, it's just something that if you listen to it and I think you'll maybe, maybe get it, but maybe not, you know, sorry. No, it's all good. Do you think that um, that kind of lyrical poetic aspect has been lost in today's mainstream country radio? Yes, yes. And maybe that's, maybe that's what I'm, it's just all so, 
so surface level, you know, and um, like I already stated before, I really like music that feels, you know, I, 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 I will love any song if I just feel feeling in it, you know, like that someone put a little piece of themselves in that song, like that is all that matters to me. And I feel like that that part of, especially mainstream media, of course, there is a place and time for uh, pop music and pop country and pop pop everything. But maybe not in what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, often I think about you often When I can't sleep you're the thing that keeps me away And tomorrow Will you still be here? Or have you moved on? Or do you have more to say? Oh, often I can feel you here with me I think about you often When I can't sleep You're the thing that keeps me awake And I feel lonely But I'm not alone my mind is racing But my body is still My heart is pounding Yet I feel nothing Well and often I wonder if you're to blame Oh, often I can feel I think about you often When I can't sleep You're the thing that keeps me awake Oh, when I can't sleep You're the thing that keeps me Probably as any, any person with a creative mind on this earth will understand is sometimes you get those spurts of creativity and you got to capitalize on them. And there's always about a time a year where um, I start writing my songs and I'll record them. And I usually try to limit myself to the short and sweet number of four. I think that's a great um, number of songs just to chill with and get a little taste of what someone's doing or what someone's feeling in that time. And Silver, I was really... Um, I was really um, vibing with the the old, um, the 50s and 60s country, and um, I think that's why it's got so much influence there, just like um, Hard Pressed, and that's my new EP, and it's got more of a, it's got a little bit of a different influence, maybe a little bit more of 80s, and I'm really excited for it, but. Yeah, I want to talk about that that more in just in just a little bit, but before Silver, 
You first had a couple of singles, Tellin' Tales and The Last Trip, which were released in the winter season of 2019. And then spring of 2020 hits and COVID shuts everything down. It seems like you're just starting to get things going and then it all comes to a grinding halt. How are you able to keep writing and continue to make music within that isolated environment? It was hard. It was hard because I was just about to... Um, I had to take up a job because COVID was starting to take, you know, and uh, I was just thinking about hitting the road with the music, you know, again, and really trying to go after it. And and COVID came, sort of shut everything down, had to go, uh, you know, find means to it, like means because no one, no one was booking gigs anymore. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't about making that dream come true. It was more about just making it work, you know, so it was hard to be creative. Um I probably made some really sad songs, you know, so I probably never released those, but you know, like, um, it did, it did stink a little bit because, uh, I had just made that music video and I was about to, you know, tour with that in an album and it just didn't work out like that. But, um, just keep grinding, man, just keep going, you know, and, and even on the, you know, we're still day to day in this stuff and it's just awesome to see the world coming back little by little you know and uh shows being more and more of a thing again it's just it's all hype man it's all hype so you said you had to find motivation to write songs because there's just a weird time and you're everybody was kind of on their own or was it like you just didn't have time for it anymore oh no you always make time always have time always have time to be creative uh definitely never squash that part of your mind ever but um, just, I almost looked at it as a break, you know, and I, I actually enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. Cause, uh, the pressure of trying to create something like it was pretty nice to almost just be like, today I'm going to go outside and I'm going to play with my dog. You know what I mean? And not just have that, that feeling of like, I should go create something today. Like instead I just, uh, focused more on experiences. And I think that's really what got me through it. And just like, yeah, for sure. So during that 2020 summer you released your first album titled i should feel heartache can you tell us a little bit about that project and how all those songs came together for your debut full-length album yeah the funny thing about i should feel heartache is if you look for that album there's only one place you can find it now and i'm not going to tell you where that place is (laughs) if you find it that's great but uh i uh i just wasn't happy with that album um, but I did, uh, the last trip and telling tales were both on that album and I'm actually recording a couple songs from that album for a new release that I did, that I did enjoy. But, uh, sometimes you grow a little too much as an artist and you're like, you know what? I just really don't, I'm not proud of that body of work. So I had to do away with it, but compiling those songs for that album was really fun because that was me. Um, I had sort of taken a break from country music and was in um, a band with Matt here. It was called Cecil, and we were just we were just jamming in that, just having a great time. Um, sort of an alternative rock band, and and then I had decided I wanted to be a country singer again. I was like, it's time to get back in it, and I I started writing for I Should Feel Heartache, and I'm proud of a lot of those songs. Overthink the little things 
better on my brain to keep me awake. Oh, damn the things. As my eyes look down, I see the bottle I'm holding. It's the closest thing there is to heartbreak potion. Oh, what a mess Oh, what a mess Oh, what a mess Oh, my arms They always reach Things I can't keep. Oh, damn them things. And my lips, they say the sweetest things, but not for me. This feels like make believe. But I'ma shake these blues and all these feelings. Feels like someone cut my line, but I'm still reeling. Oh, what a mess. Oh, what a mess. Oh, what a mess. listening to Studio B Sessions. I'm Connor McGovern. Singer-songwriter Anthony Wilkerson came by KBIA's Studio B and sat down with us for a conversation about inspirations, songwriting, and his want to create his own sound within country and western music. We talked about how his home state of Missouri influences his work, as well as how quarantining COVID-19 fostered his first professional releases. Here's the rest of our conversation and Wilkerson's set in Studio B. Is it difficult to layer an assembled piece of a song for recording, but then strip it back down to its bare bones for solo acoustic performances like this? Um, well, the thing is with recording is uh, I just do all that. So I, uh, I go up in my studio and I, I record all those parts for the most part. And uh, so even when, I'm in the re- even when I'm in my little studio recording all my stuff, like, uh, it's just easy because I've been doing it uh, to make the scratch tracks and make the different recordings. It's really uh, pretty simple. So honestly, it's, just, it's great to have people like my homie Matt here and Spencer and them playing with me and really building the band Josh Cochran he's a killer lead player and but no it's it's pretty easy for me to just pick up my guitar and go uh go sing somewhere go go strip them down you know because I, I know how they sound in my head and so how do you feel when people come to you and say like wow this is stuff that you wrote has really connected with me and is there a particular like moment you've, you've that first happened or what is there your was, reaction when people tell you that 
there was a the things that get me like uh the very sweet audience um I have a lovely friend, Jen, who has a YouTube channel, Fundy Fridays, and she shouted me out on there, um, my music video, The Last Trip, and sent a lot of sweet, sweet people over to my YouTube channel, and they all commented things like, I don't like country music, but I like this, and like, this will make me a country music convert, and like, those kind of things, those ones really like, amped me up, because I was like, oh, there's, there's a place for like, a weird country artist out here, you know, it's okay to be like, yourself, and like, and they just... In those kind of instances, I got to play with um, Orville Peck too, not too long ago, and that was uh, that audience that he brings there is just the most supportive and just loving audience. So like, anytime I get those kind of reactions, it's a, uh, it's pretty crazy, you know. But um, it does, it does, it does give you such a sense of accomplishment, or that you're like, oh, like when they come up and be like, that song really hit, you know, like that that was just a beautiful song, and you're like, oh, I did it. You know, it's all I wanted was like to connect with somebody and then when they when you did, like it's the most special thing. I've been feeling tossing around, feeling real reckless. I've been staying in the house, talking with the devil and a fire burns bright. Off in the distance, so I walk towards the light just to see what I was missing and I found I think I'm missing out And I found I think I'm missing now. Well, the candle burned down in a cold November. Have I lost my mind? I can't remember. But these golden plated memories hang on the wall and remind me I found. I think I'm missing now. And I found. I think I'm missing it. Well, I took my pail to draw from the well and I pulled it dry as hell. Ain't no love, no luck for me. So six shooter gonna set me free and I found I think I'm missing out and I found I think I'm missing out I've been feeling tossed around feeling real reckless. I've been staying in the house talking with the devil you have an EP coming out on April 30th titled Hard Pressed. Can you give us a preview as to what we can expect from the new songs? Um, uh, higher energy. There's a, um, my last, my last relief was, was pretty uh, laid back, pretty chill. This one has a little more just energy to it. And they're pretty fun songs. They're just, I hope, I hope people just have fun with them, you know, just, just get to turn them up. And like I said, I hope they resonate with somebody. That's all, that's all I care about. So. Uh, so with a new EP coming out later this month, what else does the future hold for Anthony Wilkerson? What does the future hold? I man, I wish you could tell me, dude. That'd be sick, you know. But uh, I'm just gonna keep on doing my thing. So I'm gonna keep on traveling with my music. I'm gonna keep releasing music, and uh, I'm just gonna keep doing my thing. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome.
that's what that's what the future holds for Anthony Wilkerson. <laughs> Just chilling, man. <laughs> well, I well I feel heartache uh, be featured on a possible another full length album. Oh, you got you got me with that full length. Yes. If I can, if I can pull it off, if I could just, I'll make a best of, you know, it's like, it's like five of my four songs. There's a best of it. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Like I said, it's uh really almost depends on the energy I have to put into something. And right now these EPs just feel really right. So. That's awesome. was The Last Trip by Anthony Wilkerson, closing out this edition of Studio B Sessions. Thanks to Anthony Wilkerson for the music and conversation here at KBIA. I'm Connor McGovern. If you missed a portion of this episode 
or want to check out previous episodes, Studio B Sessions is available at kbia.org. You can also stream the show wherever you get your podcasts. Studio B Sessions is produced by Abigail Ruman, Sarah Petrovich, Aaron Hay, Janet Saidi, and me, Connor McGovern. Our digital team is Beth Burton, Lauren Hubbard, Tia Maggio, and Jamie Baker. Thanks to KBIA's Kyle Felling, Mark Johnson, and Ryan Fumuliner. I'm Connor McGovern. Thanks for listening.